Hey, and welcome to Fangirl NFL Show. This will be your one-stop shop for all things game day. It's a weekly chat with your football besties. Whether it's the most exciting matchups of the week or tips on how to make the most of your game day, Haley and Sydney keep it fun throughout the NFL season. So grab a drink, listen to us while you're sitting in traffic, but please don't do both at the same time. Either way, get ready to fangirl about football with us week after week. Haley. Hey, Sid. What What's up, is girl? going on? Oh, you know, we were just laughing off uh, off podcast recording that we missed everybody last week. We're really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting, you know, new to this whole podcast schedule. I was at a conference for work. You were bogged down with work at Nike. It was just it was just a lot. But we yes. are back for week three. We are back for week three, leading into week four. Yeah. Um, very exciting things are happening. Very um, interesting things are happening, I feel like. Um, so yeah, I think some things. Yeah, I think some things definitely shifted and changed this after the games this past weekend and last night. Um, <laughs> I should say, uh, for whatever reason, the primetime games this year have been so unbelievably boring so yeah. far. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like when you're watching a game and I think at some point last night, like the game was at like, I don't know, seven to five, or maybe that was one of the other primetime games. I don't know. The the scores are so low and boring and it was just like, oh God, again? Yeah. Again? I actually, um, because I did get sick this weekend, I was doing well, but the medicine caught up with me. So Falcons, Seahawks, I, 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 (laughs) I literally watched the kickoff and was passed out. out. <laughs> so I don't know what happened, but I did. <laughs> the good effects of NyQuil. Um, yeah, but that was, yeah. NyQuil shout out to that. It's really helping. <laughs> yeah. That's why I sound nasally. So that's okay. Yeah, I hope you're on the mend. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's okay. That was a, that was an interesting game. Um, it, it wasn't, it's in my opinion, one of the most exciting. So we can, you know, talk about that later on and, and kind of talk about all the other things we want to talk about first. But yeah, weird, you know, we're down to only now a couple of teams that are undefeated. Unfortunately, my team is no longer one of them. The Bills are coming off of a loss um, to the Dolphins. And there's definitely, you know what? Okay, but I think the worst part about losing, right? Yeah. And it's not even the loss for me because I'm not, I'm really worried about the bills injuries, but I'm not worried about the bills, right? Like if we were full strength, I'd be like, I'm so not worried at all. Yeah. The worst part about losing and tell me if you agree is having to hear all of the NFL analysts that switch their tone like a 180 the next day. Exactly. Like everyone, excuse my French was like, up the bill's ass, right? Like everyone was like loving the hype and that's fun as a bills fan. And then they lose one game without like eight of their starters. And then about 18 other people go out during the game and everyone's like the Miami dolphins are the best team in the NFL. And you know, like Tua looked amazing. And I'm like, okay, but did they look amazing? Because they only beat us by two points. And it was like all of our backups besides Josh Allen, they still beat Josh Allen and he didn't have the best game. I mean, Listen, I'm obviously biased and I could go on forever, clearly, (laughs) but I truly feel like the Bills beat themselves in that game. And so then to hear everybody the next day, I'm like, oh, just shut up. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the theatrics of of sports media where it's like you 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 want to lean into the reaction and what people are saying. But sometimes I'm like, no, weren't you just on our side yesterday? Like, keep that energy up. 
Yeah, it's like just the the quick shift. Like I could understand if people would be like, okay, the Dolphins look better than maybe we thought they were going to. And they look really good. But the Bills are also still really good. Like that would have, to me, been a more appropriate um, reaction. But you're right. I think it's like that's all part of the the theatrics of watching all of these morning shows and whatever. So much. much, But yeah, (laughs) I am actually over it. I really am worried about our, our injuries though. And I kind of wanted to start there today Mm -hmm. because is it just me, but I feel like there are so many injuries this year and we're only at week three. And I don't know if there's something in the waters or like, it feels like more people are going out now than ever during COVID when there were such strict protocols for guys that couldn't play. Like it just feels so weird. Yeah. Let's elaborate on that. I truly have a theory that I think the COVID protocols, COVID era, pandemic era, I think there were such strict protocols and also like how you could work out and just all these things. And I don't know. I also think like mentally that was just, I mean, stressful for everybody, no matter where you are in just a pandemic in general. Um, But I just, I feel like coming into this season, it was like, oh, we're like, we're back on it. Like, this is like a normal season. And I feel like it hasn't been a normal season for two years. And so when I think just coming on to it, where you're like, again, we're back on it when we haven't done that. I think, I don't know. I just have a theory that it has affected them more physically this season than it has just because of how it's been. Yeah. Um, So when I was looking at that, I honestly wasn't surprised that there are a lot more energy in injuries, but I think that that has something to do with it in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, I could also see, well, I don't know. You'd usually think like with more preseason games, there's more of a chance of people getting hurt, but maybe there is something to be said about getting to condition their body a little bit more before they get mm-hmm. into these actual full games where all of a sudden they're, you know, I do feel like starters really don't play at all in preseason now yeah. whereas maybe they did a little they used to maybe a little bit more but um they are kind of just jumping into these games and if there's any bit of weather elements that they're dealing with like there's just so much of a chance of of injury i have to redo okay i'm going to try to read these quick because i found the list of injuries just from this week and i should have counted them but i didn't okay there's there are so many so Actually, maybe I won't read all of their names, but let me tell you. The Cardinals had one, two, three, four, five. Ravens, one, two, three. Bills, one, two, three, four, not counting everybody that went out with heat exhaustion. Um, The Panthers had one. The Bears had two. The Bengals had one. The Cowboys had one. Broncos had two. Lions had one. Packers had one. Uh, The Raiders had two. The Chargers had two. Dolphins had two. Vikings had one. Um, Patriots three saints. Holy shit. One, two, three, four, five, six, six in one game. The 49ers had two and the Seahawks had one. Like, I know I expect somebody to, you know, I, I expect there to be injuries every week. It's a super physical game. Obviously that's going to happen. I don't think that's what we're saying, but the amount, like this is what's been happening every single week. Yeah. It's multiples on each team. And yeah. when you look up um, everybody's like inactive, you know, lists and out lists and the people that are going on IR. Yeah. It is a massive amount of people. Yeah. It's literally a revolving door. IR. like it is the ER. I, and I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is. Um, but yeah, I think it is very concerning just um, for the league as a whole of like 
what 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 is the common line here of why these injuries are happening I think you touched on it too with preseason where like the main guys are not seeing anything and then all of a sudden week one they're just boom right into a really physical game um and so I don't know I think I think the league will have to look at that because I mean, people are paying to see these players play and yeah, it's crazy. And actually that list that I just rolled off, um, that wasn't even the full list because the giants aren't on here. And so this must've been just for Sunday games last night. You've got a guy that goes out uh, in a non-physical or a non, um, I forget what they call it. Um, he wasn't even touched. No contact. He, yeah. No contact. Thank you. My brain. Um, <laughs> he goes down and he tore his ACL. And then you've got yeah. all of the, you know, past players or players who um, were watching, you know, the game last night that are still in the league saying like, why aren't we playing on real grass? This mm-hmm. turf is ridiculous. Like this is a main reason guys get so hurt. Yeah. Um, so that's a whole like separate conversation. And I guess I don't know. Is it because the turf is just slippery? Like it's much more slippery or you have a chance of getting caught more? Like what is the, do you know the the thoughts behind that? I think so. Um, just from like being on both, I would definitely say the turf allows you to move. <laughs> you're not going to get, you're not going to get the like the grip, especially when you're doing like quick turns um, yeah. as you would on grass. But um, I do know that in terms of aesthetics, the turf looks better. And I think that was like the main thing. But if you're now talking about like safety, um, just how we're talking about helmet and concussion safety, we should talk about the full game. Um, If you're really seeing, really now seeing the effects and like every week it's getting worse and worse. And you're at this, like, I feel just, I just feel like at this point it's week three, we're going to get to week eight and like, it's going to be survival of the fittest. No one's left. (laughs) Yeah, like who's going to be out there? We don't know these players. <laughs> I mean, it really is a good, like it is a um, a league where not only do you have to be an elite team, but I almost feel like you don't even have to be the best team. You have to be the healthiest team, right? Yeah. To make it to the end, you have to have enough starters left. You have to have enough guys that, you know, are your most talented guys on the field and hope that the other team has less than you because- yeah. That's, that's kind of a way that you're going to win. Okay. I Googled this by the way. So it does say grass eventually gives, and it's often, it often releases the cleat prior to reaching an in like any type of injury. Um, it says synthetic surfaces, less gives, meaning your feet, ankles, knees absorb more force, which makes Mm. injury more likely to happen. So yeah, we were, that does not sound good. Honestly, which is, it's just crazy to me because half of these Half of these um, stadiums are indoors. So just put in real grass for these guys. You're still not going to have to maintain it, you know, really. Or is it a problem of maybe I'm stupid. Can you not have real grass in these new buildings? I feel like you can. I feel like you can do anything. Yeah, Uh, agreed. (laughs) With the NFL's money, you should absolutely be able to give these guys grass. (laughs) And if it needs to be maintained, sprinkler systems will be in place. I just feel like the um, resources are endless when it comes to the NFL. So Yes. why not try it um so and also true. take into consideration i mean the the players are the one out there so again if there's a trend if you're the league- gonna if you're gonna add an extra game to your season right and make these guys play 17 games yeah make sure that you're setting them up for success in terms of injury yeah and if i'm a wife 
in the NFL. Oh, God, would that not be the most frustrating thing ever? Like as much as I would, I like, you know, dream about it and how cool that I'm literally <laughs> engaged and he'll listen to this at some point. Love you. Um, but like, that would be so cool. At the same time, I think I would throw up yeah. every game. Every just game. so worried about You're just waiting for your turn. Like, okay, everyone yeah. pick a number. It's all going to happen. <laughs> so just wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Highest paid, up- highest oh, paid staff members on the team, your team doctor. And your physical therapist, you need to have the best of the best because yeah. right now it's getting serious. Well, and that's the other thing is I do feel like these guys have every possible recovery tool, you know, that you could imagine. Um, and so they are already doing all of these extra things that normal people don't do to get their bodies right. So that's yeah. just how much pressure is on them all the time yeah. for them to get hurt also this easily. It's yeah. just kind of crazy. And I also, I think, I, I actually read something earlier, um, not to bring in basketball, but this is about Lonzo Ball's injury. Mm-hmm. And the conversation was starting about people playing sports all year round and how as as our generation was coming up, you know, AAU and, and playing sport for a full yep. year to really get that advantage was that new wave. And now that group is older. Now that group is professional athletes and um, really looking at the effects of doing that at nine, 10 years old, and now you're 22 and your body just can't keep up. And does yeah. that also have something to do with it? Because it just put so much pressure for so long. Right. On body. Yeah, for sure. And then there's a terrible catch 22 is if you don't play long enough, you're not good enough to make it to these, exactly. you know, these, uh, levels of play, which is yeah. just, yeah. And I've always, uh, or not always, but a lot of the you know, professional athletes are advocating for people playing all different types of sports, you know, not being that one sport athlete for a lot of those reasons. It's like, you know, go play baseball and keep up your stamina and, you know, your, your fitness and just, you know, your strength and whatever, but it's not nearly as contact as football. You know, you can still kind of play maybe different sides of, um, of sports, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. You mentioned too, looking at like the full game and head injuries and all that kind of stuff. So I want, because I'm obviously a biased Bills fan. So I want your take as an unbiased, you know, onlooker in our game Tua Tagovailoa goes down. He got, well, he actually didn't even get smacked that hard, but he hits his head on the way down, which mm-hmm. is terrible. Um, I hate seeing guys get hurt. Like I want to beat your team outright fairly. I don't want to yeah. beat your team when, you know, your best guys aren't in. He gets up and wobbles, immediately falls back down, and then guys have to help him, you know, get off of the field. And then somehow, not even like 20 minutes later, clears concussion protocol. I want to know what your thoughts are on that situation. Lying. I think it's not true. (laughs) I um, Concussion protocol has always been interesting to me because I feel like how in five minutes are you able to make make, make such clear judgment. And I, I understand, like, I mean, I've fallen on my head in a basketball game and, you know, they're like, don't go to sleep and like, watch for these things. And it's like, right. a whole, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And that's for normal activity, like making sure I can go to school and I can focus, but right. how in such, like we talked about such a physical game, can you clear someone in 10 minutes to go back out there 
and risk more harm. I think we've already yeah, could seen- you imagine if he got hit again? Yeah. Like, I think I think at that point, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I was a white, couldn't do it, like literally couldn't do it. I, I think we've already seen that whatever this concussion protocol, I think that's like bare minimum. And I just don't think the risk is worth that. I, and I, and I think what's sad is that all of these things are just are behind money and like people are paying to see you play. You are getting paid to play all these things, um, winning also like, but I think it's just, yeah, I think some of it too is on, I think you should have set out. That would have been my call. (laughs) Well, that definitely would have been the safer call. Um, I also think a lot of it has sometimes is on the players. Like they're just so uber competitive mm-hmm. that I imagine he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I want to go out. I want to beat the Super Bowl, you know, favorites. I want to go out and and continue to play and make sure my team is set up for success. But it's just so not worth it for a long term. Yeah. Like, dude, you might not have, you know, brain function later down the road. I think like, I'm not a brain expert, but I know that brains you're not is different. (laughs) (laughs) Not a doctor here, but I watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But the swelling happens differently depending on the hit. Like you, you, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think 10 minutes is long enough to be like, you're good to go. Or like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta sit down for this one, sir. Like, so I saw an interesting tweet from Emmanuel Ocho and I'll be the first to say that I'm not normally his biggest fan on all of his takes. Like I appreciate them as a past player. Like he has a totally different viewpoint from other people. So I can respect that completely, but he did write that he hit his head, you know, in a game, went through past concussion protocol and then on his drive home could not like tell where he was drove to the wrong house was like in the wrong neighborhood because he clearly had a concussion so yeah. i think a lot of that is like what you said five minutes after i mean how are you supposed to know if that's truly what it is unless you like literally you see some of these guys get their like lights knocked out you know yeah. And they're just not even there. Okay, that's obvious, but that doesn't mean that some of these other guys don't have concussions. Yeah, so yeah that was a little scary. Yeah, I think I think if it was now that this conversation is happening more and more with like concussions and 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 all of these things coming after, especially after players retire, I think if they were really serious about it, the protocols would have also changed and not yeah. just the helmet and like the, the helmet on the helmet for practice. Like that's all great. But I think the protocols would also have changed because I'm still in game. Like, yeah. Yeah. Someone is getting like smacked across the face and they're like, good to go. And I'm like, yeah, you get back out there, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that's true. And I agree. But unfortunately, I think more, more, um, more cases and more really, really serious injuries would happen for, for that to really change. Cause I think right now they're again, just trying to keep it minimal because they know that these changes can really, really affect the game, especially affect who's playing at what time. Um, I think it would have to be something serious where it's like, no, we, this, this has to change. Like we cannot risk any, anyone's life anymore for the game. Yeah. Well, the NFL is uh, investigating into what their concussion protocol looked like because I'm sure someone somewhere was like, yo, are you kidding me? <laughs> you yeah. know, and they knew yeah. that they were going to have some questions there. I doubt anything happens, but I, you know, I, I would hope that the the Dolphins would never be like, 
yeah, just get out there. Like you just got to suck it up for another couple of quarters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ugh. Well, okay. On, um, one last thing that has to do with the bills. This is again, just because it's so massively spoken about after this week is Ken Dorsey's outburst after our loss. So that's, you know, our offensive, our offensive um, coordinator yes. and he lost his shit. Lost. Excuse it. my language. I have my opinion and I'll give it, you know, after yours. Cause again, as an unbiased watcher, I just want to know what you thought as a fan of football in general. Yeah. Well, I absolutely loved it. Well, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I understand, like I'm a competitive person too. And I like, I understand where it's like, sometimes you just have to get it out. Like if I get it out right here, I'm going to be cool, calm and collected when I get in that office in that meeting room and I'm going to be able to figure out how to, what, what's going on. But, um, I was laughing during that time because I had watched sorry, I'd bring it back to college football. I had watched AM in Arkansas the day before, and I am still trying to figure out if Jimbo is doing the right thing by not having an offensive coordinator and him being the offensive coordinator. And I kept telling my dad, I was like, Jimbo is walking around with all these papers like this. And I was like, <laughs> he just has all the papers, but like, what is he looking at? And, um, um, so when the next day, when I saw him like throwing all the papers, I was like, see, like that, that's it. That, I just thought that was funny, but yeah. Yeah. I so okay. I should preface this by saying there was a lot of mixed emotions on that outburst. So mm -hmm. when I was watching like Good Morning Football and all of those, you know, shows the day after, a lot of people were very hard on him. Mm -hmm. Like the biggest surprise to me was Kyle Brandt. Kyle Brandt has been a big fan of the Bills. He's done promos for the Bills during the playoffs and like Josh Allen is on his show is Kyle Brandt in the basement show every Tuesday. And he um, he was very hard on Ken Dorsey saying that, you know, this is going to be around. It's going to follow him everywhere. Like if he ever becomes a head coach, I'm like, you have got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah, who cares? One, Kyle Brandt, you do an entire segment on angry runs. OK, I'd like <laughs> to start there Two. Don't you want to play for a guy that's uber competitive? Yeah. Don't you want to see that your coaches care? I will take that anytime over a coach. Like sometimes even our head coach, um, you know, like I love McDermott, but sometimes he doesn't let his emotion show at all. Yeah. And I would much prefer to see somebody that gives a shit. And yeah. a lot of our guys, a lot of past players, players just around the league were like, listen, He's not my coach, but like, I would totally play for a coach like that. Like, I want my coach to be competitive. This is exactly the type of guy I want to play for. Yeah. I also think it's a bit crazy because everybody knew who Ken Dorsey was before the season. Like it yeah. was a joke amongst the team that he was high strong. He was wound up pretty tight. Josh Allen made some joke calling him a psychopath. And then, yeah. you know, Ken Dorsey saying, well, I'd like to think that I'm not too much of a psychopath. And then Josh Allen saying, that's exactly what a psychopath would say. <laughs> Yeah. There have been jokes. And so yeah. I find I find nothing wrong with it. I also, to me, feel like, okay, now he's not going to let that happen again. Like he's going to change yeah. the way he coaches. I don't even mean the outburst. I mean, letting us lose or calling yeah. plays that aided in that loss. Like there's just so much to, to learn. And I would also like to say that I watched Dable last night swearing at the ref when he was mad about something, dropping 8,000 F-bombs. <laughs> yeah. But Ken Dorsey can't do that in the privacy of his own, you box. know, box with yeah. guys from his own organization where he's yeah. not 
throwing things at them. He's throwing things at the wall. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many other examples. Tom Brady throwing his freaking tablet every week when he yeah. gets mad. Why doesn't <laughs> he get shit on? It just kills yeah. me the things that, like you said, and maybe this is just me being mad at the media this week. Is just yeah. like, how can we not talk about Brett Favre and the total piece of shit stealing he's turned out to be? But we yeah. can talk about Ken Dorsey getting mad because he lost a game. Like to Thank me, it's just so you. annoying. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Honestly, ESPN, we're here if you need a new segment. Yeah, like, are, are <laughs> we'll they all scared? about the real? They scared to talk about Brett Favre because of his connections? Because to me, I'm like, that guy doesn't deserve those connections. Yeah. Stealing money from people who really need it. The poorest people in America. I mean, it's just. It's horrible. Also, it would. It would maybe be different. It wouldn't, but maybe it would be a tiny bit different or you'd feel a little different about it if the guy had no money. The guy is worth a shit ton of money. Donate your own fucking money. That's Excuse what I was going to say. Language. Go to the ATM and take out your own. I just was like, my mouth literally hit the floor because I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You played basketball. You played sports growing up. How many times did you have to ask your parents for money so that you could get those T-shirts with the sponsors on the back of them or whatever yeah. for your like high school teams? Yes, you're going to all the the restaurants and the little bakeries. All of them. Like, would you like to sponsor our team? <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to sponsor you, but they still do it because they know it's like a you're a child. Yes. I'm sorry, Brett Favre. <laughs> if you want your daughter to have a better stadium to play in, one, tell her to go to a different school. Two, give them your own damn money. I yeah. mean, this is just so ridiculous. So, yeah, that kind of stuff makes me so mad when they pick and choose little things to mm -hmm. be like upset about. And I think they'll pick and choose things based on, like you said, like Bill's lost. And so they're like, mm, what else can we what else can we focus on in that loss? And like, what are yeah, those? Yeah. What are the stories? And I'm yeah. Like, the headline was Miami is the best you know team in the league. One. Yeah. Incorrect. Two. <laughs> they should have said it was at least the Eagles over the Dolphins. The Eagles look incredible right now. Yeah. Okay, as somebody that has no affiliation to Philadelphia or, you know, that team at all, they look solid. Yeah. I'm a little Very nervous. solid. Yeah, I know. That's a that's a big um rivalry for you. Yeah. But in Cooper we trust, okay? He looks um, pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but I like it. But we'll see. Dak said he is ready for next week. I think he's just feeling the the hype. Um, I yeah. And also, like, I don't want to lose my job because Cooper's in here doing great. Jobs, well, so. that honestly, um, I was going to say. So let's say he continues to win. Like, do you put deck back in? I feel like I'm you have to because you paid him. I am not changing but... anything until it needs to be changed. I feel like Cooper is on this on this path of greatness. He's doing his job and people are flourishing in that. I'm not mixing it up just because deck is healthy now. Yeah. I just feel like. I feel like Dak had an opportunity. I, again, that first game was so weird to me. I feel like there's other things going on still. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> he got injured. That's that's happening. Yeah. So, Dak, let's get you healthy. Let's make sure you're right. But also, we're going to keep Cooper in this, in this zone until we absolutely have to change or something like God forbid happens and he's like, I like not performing as well. Um, but I'm not going to change it just because deck is healthy. I feel like that's not a good enough reason. I also don't think that's fair to Cooper. He, he came in he as came a backup quarterback. Yeah. And he stepped up. And so I'm rewarding him for that. As long as he's stepping up and, and winning, it's not just stepping up and it's like, Oh, you, you did your best. He's winning. Right. Right. I'm, I'm staying with that. Okay. I was yeah. going to say until CD lamb made that like great catch at the end, I was, 
starting to say in the middle of that game, like this guy's overrated. CD Lamb. Yeah. Like you yeah, just pay him a lot made- of money. And I, I was like, Oh, I don't know. And then he made that amazing catch. So then I was like, all right, I'll give him another week. But, <laughs> I, but feel like it always, I was like, it always oh. happens with the contracts. It's like, you're playing because you're trying to prove yourself and you're trying to say like, and I'm you worth get this the money. Much. You get the money and then you lax a little bit. And it's always like, why do that? I don't know what mentally happens in that moment but I feel like it's always after a major contract people are so excited like yes they deserve it and then they come out the next season and you're like what (laughs) or you could be the complete opposite and you could be Lamar Jackson and be like no I don't want 200 and some million dollars I'm going to show you that I'm worth more and then he's going to come out and be incredible and then he's going to be incredible the Ravens entire offense and he's going to do everything he's like I'll throw the ball to myself (laughs) yeah do literally everything he's my mvp for this past week he he looks really good right now and i remember saying at the beginning of the season all it takes is one bad injury and you just lost that entire contract and now i'm kind of like maybe he was on to something because he looks damn good and they'll have to pay him more if he can continue this throughout the season yeah for sure he's he's gonna He's going to walk out of there and say, run me my money, please. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was listening to a, um, an interesting interview about guys in the league that have family members rep them instead of having an agent and trying to keep the money in the family and how it needs to be more celebrated than it is criticized because people were really on him about doing that and how it was probably not smart and short. Is his mom going to be, you know, going to have the knowledge that some of these other agents would that have gone to law school and all of these things? No, probably not. But does she know her son? And is she going to have her son's best intentions in at heart always? Yeah. Yes. And honestly, sometimes that's more important. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because in I mean, we've seen it where your intention is the player to get more money so that you can also get more money Of course. But over here. It's like, no, the money is for you. This is this is what we're focused on. So I agree yeah. with that too. Keep your circle small, you know, girl, real <laughs> small. The older you get, the smaller it gets, yes, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> or in my case, you move to a new city and it's literally not even a circle because you don't know anyone. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm fine. Yeah, we're trying socially. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so are there any games that you're really looking forward to? For this next week um i was just looking at the schedule again honestly Browns besides are, the cowboys well all the time you know yeah um but cardinals panthers browns Fal- browns what am i saying falcons falcon uh-huh um poor kyler i um <laughs> not poor him at all i'm yeah. not a fan i can't wait to yeah, watch not. in season hard knocks though when it comes out because Ooh, yeah I will be um, open to changing my mind about him when we get to know him a little bit closer on TV. I don't know mm-hmm. if I am going to, but I'm going to say I'm open to it. Yeah. Always think, open to have my mind changed. I think I've seen, he did go to AM for a little bit when I was there. Um, I've seen um, some examples of Kyler's uh, behavior and I... I don't think it's changed that much. So I feel like hard knocks would just confirm what I know. <laughs> okay. Well then we'll both yeah. be on the, uh, on the, okay. We'll be pleasantly surprised if something is different. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, it was uh, another, I guess, exciting week in the NFL. 
I, yeah, I, um, you know, I'll be interested to see who gets hurt next week. (laughs) Just kidding. I really don't want anybody to get hurt. It's just like, yeah, it just seems like a weird season already. So, yeah, well, we are getting into spooky season. So, who knows? Love spooky season. We are, what day is it? Not to bring in other things, but we are three days away from Hocus Pocus 2. Oh my God, I thought it came out already. No, three days. This yeah. is exciting. On Friday. So we'll have Thursday night football. Then we'll have Friday Hocus Pocus 2. Focus. Amazing. Then Saturday yeah. college football, Sunday NFL. I mean, NFL. Yeah. Like what Amazing. more could you ask for? This is it. Nothing. Maybe like a. <laughs> So, okay. Last thing. And then, and then we'll be done for the day. Do you, um, do you switch over to like fall cocktails when we hit, you know, colder weather and things like, are you a warm, do you like hot toddies? Are you into like apple cider with whiskey? Like, do you change? Yeah. Um, I'll do a hot toddy or, uh, like spiked apple cider if it's available, I'm not someone who's like, Oh my gosh, I need this. Or like, Mm -hmm. but if it's around, like if I go somewhere and I'm like, Oh yeah, like I'll do that. That Um, my like hot drink, I guess you would say for like that time doesn't really happen until Christmas time. And I'm just like really good hot chocolate. Um, but other than that, no, I'm not, I'm not really into the special cocktails, but if it's around when I was in college, that was one thing during football season, when it got cold in West Virginia, it was always like warmed up apple cider with Mm. fireball whiskey. (laughs) Probably one of the reasons why I don't touch fireball anymore, but, um, it's too easy. I mean, for me, I actually like the way that it tastes. I like cinnamon gum and I like, like, um, those chewy candies that are hot cinnamon. What is that? Hot tamales. Are you a vampire? Well, quite possibly. I am (laughs) pale enough. Um, so that was always one thing we did during football season. So if you're, you know, tailgating somewhere next week that's gonna be cold, that's my suggestion. Mm, If you're looking to be a bit um drunky, because it definitely goes down way too easy. (laughs) Drunky, yeah. Drunky. Not tipsy, drunky. (laughs) Drunky is very different than tipsy, which is also different than drunk. It goes tipsy, drunk drunky <laughs> blackout yeah <laughs> yeah and then you don't remember the game <laughs> oh my oh, gosh man. cool well we're gonna have to watch one of these games together maybe yeah. after you're totally um healed and you yes. know not sick anymore that's sick for sure yeah we'll yeah. do a we'll do a watch party okay with some hotty toddy yes okay <laughs> we'll make hot um hot cocktails love it great that's it great Thanks y'all for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.